Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Everyone kind of tries to find out how to be a professional. You try to emulate other guys' techniques and stuff, and sometimes that's just not right for you. And I'm not saying that he was doing anything wrong. I think he just found what worked for him. And he's sticking to his routine, and he's being accountable, and he's taking the coaching. And it's just been such a privilege to see him kind of lock down that right tackle position where I know he's been getting a lot of flack in the past. Mitch Morse on Spencer Brown and his progress. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, thanks for listening. Sabres home to Columbus tonight. Sabres have a, I don't know, is this surprising? Uh, a poor record at home against Columbus, like all time. Something like 13-9 and nine maybe it is that Columbus has the lead. Should, I should double check that, but I remember seeing that yesterday. Like, oh, geez, that's where yeah. we're at here. We've got a losing record all time at home against the Blue Jackets. I know I'm responsible for some of that. The opener in uh, 2014. <laughs> Bulldog might have punched me or Jeremy. What happened there again? Did you punch I, somebody? I, I had the reflex to punch Jeremy when he cheered Brian Gianta taking a late penalty in a mm-hmm. tie game. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it was time to go. Because I, I, I was sitting there and the way the way we were, we were sitting next to each other in the arena and he was on my right and my reflex when he acted happy was to just sort of fling my right arm up towards his face and sort of back of the back of the fist <laughs> him right in the nose and uh like i could i could feel like i felt it and i thought i i better go i'm gonna go i'm gonna let, i'm gonna go i'm gonna excuse myself from the proceedings for now let I me don't s- want to punch my friend in the face now let me say i am laughing this story is funny to me it is not <laughs> funny to you it is not funny to you it, that... it's it, it's a it, it's a well it's funnier to you it's still funny to me but it it, it also is sort of it's bitter it's bitter and funny it's a good combination i guess it is i guess, I guess that's right i uh, just saw that isaiah mckenzie has been suspended by the colts for whatever constituted conduct detrimental to the team he and a teammate tony brown have been suspended by the Colts the rest of the season, I think I saw. Yeah, three three games, and, yeah, they've got, right, three games left. So yeah, Three games it. left. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even realize, I, I mean, I'm not really that familiar with the, the, the corner, Tony Brown. Obviously, we all know who Isaiah McKenzie is. I watched a good amount of that game on, on Saturday, and I didn't realize. I, I just read since this suspension news has come down that he, McKenzie, did not play in the game on Saturday. Okay. So whatever happened must have been detrimental ahead of the game on Saturday, I might guess. Mm-hmm. So the playoff picture, I guess a couple of takeaways for me were interesting. 
um, for as much as we've talked about this, you know, we we've it's been more general when there are four or five games left. You know, we're talking about the percentages all the time, but which games go certain ways? We're kind of just doing that week to week. All right, who's playing this week, and like what is significant about it? But like a couple of these, I may have mentioned when we did the power rankings. One is that the Browns are pretty much one win away. They are one ahead of four teams with three games left, but still, they are like almost in with one more win. Whether that's head-to-head, they've beaten Indianapolis, they always beat Cincinnati, they'll play Cincinnati again. They have it all right for yeah. for this, this layout here, the Browns. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, that makes sense. I just saw uh, a long, I don't know if this came from the league, it looked like league... Uh, uh, league letterhead or, or league typeface um, clinching scenarios for this week. And the Browns, there is, I mean, they need a lot of stuff to go right with a win this week in their game, but they can clinch a playoff spot this week mm-hmm. if they if they win and they get whatever, like, you know, five. Everybody else loses. Yeah, else loses. including us, right? I mean, that's, right. we'd be on that list. We're on, we're on that list, yes. Yeah, that, that is the takeaway that for as much time as there is left, in terms of the wild card, and the Browns still have a path to the AFC North title, by the way, but it's unlikely they're, what, two back with three to go, like the Bills are, um, having split with the Ravens, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Don't want to get bogged down. They might have been swept. Not sure. But they they have Houston this week in Houston, where they're a two-and-a-half-point underdog. They have the Jets at home next Thursday night. They'll certainly be favored there. And then they have at the Bengals, and... One win pretty much gets them in. If it comes before week 18 and the Browns know that they're in the playoffs going into week 18 and they're only a wild card, then they might sit guys mm-hmm. for the Bengal game, which yep. would, you know, at least in theory, be bad for the Bills. Right. I mean, help Cincinnati. Right. Cincinnati is eight and six. And they have a win over the Colts, like the Browns do. And they have a win over the Bills, of course. They have at the Steelers, at the Chiefs, before that Browns game. You know, like that's asking a lot. This, Kansas City is beating Kansas City is asking a yep. lot. They have had famously tough games with the Chiefs. Kansas City is still like not clicking perfectly on offense. Who knows? But they'd probably be more than a touchdown underdog in that game next week. Nothing else changes between now and then. Uh, That would be my guess anyway. So reading from my column today, WGR550.com, if the Bengals lose to the Steelers, their odds would plummet to 10%. They have an 8-6 and record, and they have tiebreakers right now, but they are not smooth sailing for a playoff spot. Their, Their dream scenario would be what I mentioned with respect to Cleveland, although it's their biggest rival, arguably, but... There could be a scenario where Cleveland's already in and the Bengals have a chance to make it in Week 18 and they're playing a Browns team that they're doesn't need the game. Down. Right, yeah. Okay? So gotcha. Cle- Cleveland is almost there already. Cincinnati needs help. Indianapolis and Houston each are in control of their fate. Each of these teams is in the playoffs if it wins out. They each have control over the seven seed, specifically. Like, Jacksonville wins the AFC South if they win out. 
the problem, the, the, the catch here is that the Colts and the Texans have a game with each other in week 18. So, so they, they both, both can't, can't do it. They both can't win out. Right. <laughs> right. But it's all. What happens if they tie, Mike? I don't know. Somebody would make it. Somebody would yep. make it. Right. Um, maybe right. even both. Maybe it's like a Charger Raider thing from two years yeah. ago where there there might be that scenario where they, they go in. That could be flex, a flex game. And they go in and the tie works for both teams, maybe, you know, 10, 6, and 1, right? But, you know, that's a ways off. But okay. Again, they both have winnable games. The Colts have at the Falcons. They're a road favorite only by two. They're a road favorite against Atlanta and then home games against Las Vegas and then Houston. I thought this was interesting on Indianapolis, 8-6. and six. What I wrote here was, a win this week would help, but they might not need it. If they beat the Raiders and the Texans, New York Times Simulator puts them at 97% with just the two wins. All right. So this NFC game, less important. If they can beat the Raiders at home and the Houston Texans at home to end the season, um, they're almost a lock. Regardless of everything else, Jacksonville, of course, the Bills winning would ding that some. Um, so would maybe the Bengals, right? Would bring the, the odds down a little bit, but they're almost in yeah. with two wins, the Raiders and the Texans. That's interesting. We're at rooting for the Falcons here. We're we are needing, at rooting for the Falcons. Needing, needing help, maybe needing help from the Falcons. That's right. That's that's and something Heineke. maybe you weren't planning on. Taylor Heineke. <laughs> yeah, that, no. That's right. Taylor Heineke not, is going to start. I was not counting on that. Their embattled coach who just, I mean, he's just tough to take. Yes, all Be, of it. How about Bijan Robinson and his workload in the fantasy playoffs week 15? We had one point, 1. 1.4 fantasy points for Bijan Robinson as they lose to Carolina. That dude is getting fired. Unless he buys the team. Oh, right. That's right. He's What's his story? His father owns FedEx. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to really appreciate a guy like that pulling himself up by his bootstraps and <laughs> blazing a trail. Uh, wow. I, I mean, whatever. I don't know anything about the kid's background, the guy's background. Um, but, you know, that's it's probably pretty privileged. Uh, he was the yeah, original no, host of Joker's Wild. I, re- I read famous that game show. the owner, Arthur Blank, was in the room, which is normal, I guess, from people who cover the Falcons. He often attends his coach's post-game news conference. And so he was there uh, this week after the game, and a reporter who the way the way it was portrayed that what I read was uh, this reporter has you know enough of a relationship with the owner to approach the owner and like say hey do you, you know can we can we get a word can I get a word with you and Smith didn't even look up at him and just said or uh, blank, blank. Yeah. the owner uh, didn't even look at him and just said now's not a good time right. Right. So you kind of need the Falcons to uh, breathe yeah. a little bit easier uh, in terms of the Bills. Of course, if the Bills win their, all three of their games, they're fine, too, I think. Um, that's, not, that's not a given, actually. That's not 100%. No, there's, there's a doomsday scenario where um, the Bills win out and still miss. I, I'm yes. not sure. I, it, well, it's Miami not losing, and the Bills lose on tiebreakers and the wild cards. That's so. right. That's right. With it, Which is kind of the picture I'm painting here. So Cleveland is one win away, probably. Indianapolis is two wins away if they're the Texans and the Raiders. That's not the order. 
And the, the Texans themselves are almost the same thing. They will play Cleveland this week, and they have Tennessee at home next week, and then Indianapolis. So pretty fair chance, as I wrote at the website today, that Texans-Colts in Week 18, the winner is in and the loser is out. But if we get to that point, that's two. If it's the Browns, that's two spots. Mm-hmm. Leaving one for one of Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Denver, and the Bills have a game lead on Pittsburgh and Denver. So this would really only do them in if they falter. You do have Jacksonville here. Jack Jacksonville is at Tampa this week, and the, the metric changes all around if they fall behind Indy and or Houston. Because, you know, they'd be they'd be behind them. And right. the fact that they're they're tied with them now is not a problem yet because they swept Indianapolis and they split with Houston. So they're done at three and one against these two teams together. And the other teams will not be able to, to beat that if that ends have, up in a three way tie. I have mostly been rooting for Jacksonville to win just to keep them out of the wild card fray. Uh, because you know, because it, it could be more than one team, and that and that moves past head to head. But they've got a head to head on the Bills, and I just don't want any part of them being dragged into the mire. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly right, but that's that's my like my view of it is go 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 run away and hide, Jacksonville. Well, I don't need you down here with us. You've got Indy at Atlanta to pay attention to this week, and you also have Jacksonville at Tampa. And that's close to a pick game also. Tampa has been doing well. Mayfield's on a roll. And so that's kind of big here potentially as well. The Jaguars host Carolina the following week, yikes, and then go to Tennessee to end it. Again, all these schedules just like yeah, very, very doable. Steelers just to get them in 7-7, and but long shot. Bengals at home, at Seattle, at Baltimore. They win them all. The New York Times puts them around 75%. They could get the Ravens resting guys in Week 18. There's That's going to be a big – we can start yep. that ball rolling if you want. Because <laughs> Indianapolis-Houston has that potential. Or yep. No, I didn't mean indianapolis Cleveland-Cincinnati has that potential. Conceivably, Pittsburgh-Baltimore has it mm-hmm. for Baltimore resting. And so, do, so does Bills-Dolphins. And wouldn't that be fun in Miami to talk about? Not that, you know – Right, the team yeah, wouldn't if, resent it, but if, yeah, if Miami doesn't lose a game, then the, then that game doesn't matter, right? That's the deal. It's really dependent on Baltimore this week. So if Baltimore is a game up on Miami, if Miami beats Dallas and San Francisco beats Baltimore Christmas night, they'd be tied. Then they meet the next week. So if the Dolphins win that game. They will have clinched the AFC East at 12-4 and four, and the one seed unless Kansas City can get them. There's still a chance that Kansas City could get them at 12-5. and five. I guess it's pretty tough for Miami to be all set mm-hmm. going into Week 18. They'd have to just, win both yeah. games. They'd need the Ravens to lose to San Francisco so that they'd have the, the one-game lead on the Ravens going into Week 18, so that would be safe. And they would need Kansas City to lose one more because Kansas City also has beaten Miami. That's kind of a long shot. It's possible. It is, yeah. And if they're, yeah, if they're playing for the, if, if and if they're playing for the one, then they'll they'll be playing. They'll go. I think I, so. I would. I mean, that that's the the week off is definitely worth it. Um. So they they would do that. Yeah. That didn't this happen in reverse? Was it three years ago now? 
that Miami came in here and the Bills beat them by 30 at the end. The Bills and the Bills played starters. Yep. They didn't really need the game, but they played guys anyway. And absolutely, and Miami needed it to get in. They they weren't guaranteed a spot, I don't think, if I recall correctly, but they definitely needed it. Yep. Um, and they got rolled. I mean, so that'd be interesting if it turned around three years later. Do you remember what the like big development was that week in terms of the Dolphins? Fitz got COVID. Oh, jeez. Was it COVID or something else? Like he he was their starting quarterback. They had just beaten the Raiders where he threw a, a long pass where his helmet was sideways and like uh-huh. classic yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then he was ruled out for this game like the week of. So Tua played it. And yeah, the Bills won by 30 points. Well, so, I mean, what's your feeling at the end of this? Like no no change? I mean... It's just my feeling was it's a little bit there's a little bit less room in the wild card group, uh, given everything who they play everything like that like the Brown situation that I had sort of felt or known. Yeah, uh, that's that's how it is felt all year to me. Um, that's why I was maybe like a lot of fans particularly despondent when it felt like time to give up on the division. Uh, but Miami losing that game to Tennessee like they did brought that back to the forefront. They've got Dallas and Baltimore before they see the Bills, so that is still like, you. You want to you want to lock something down and control your own destiny. You you know you need well you need help before you can do that. In, in other words, you need Miami to lose one of these games, and then if you win out, you got them. And that's still I don't, don't want to say the most likely, um, but. It, that that feels the most bankable to me. Like those are tough games. Um, they've got coming up these next two, and you know, going there and beating them isn't going to be any picnic either. I wouldn't think, considering the stakes. Like you know, they they've they've had us on their backs for a while here, and would be really eager, I would think, to you know, return the favor. Yeah, that's one more thing they could do in the conversation about resting players. Is you have a chance to knock out these guys. And I don't mean just because of a rivalry, but like, get them out of the pool. Yeah, just right? Get, that's right. I think that was one thing that that set that set Patrick Mahomes off when he was just like out of his mind at the end of that game against the Bills. Like that was a part of the what the stakes were for Kansas City. It was to sort of put down a team that has you know, and the Bills have beaten them several times. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. We'll talk to Trista Crick at the top of the hour. Sal Capaccio as well. This is WGR. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.